Welcome to another edition of 5-Minute Forecast, where we report how lean continuous improvement practices and theory apply to the professional and personal storms in our lives. Welcome back to another edition of 5-Minute Forecast. I hope that you continue to find our discussions enlightening and thought-provoking. Last month, we explored the life of a consultant. This month, I wanted to address some of the other questions I get when I attend my industrial advisory board meetings at Brigham Young University or BYU. Some of them include, is there a course that I can take about lean? Where can I be certified as a lean practitioner? What classes do I need to take in college or in uni to get an idea of what you do in your career? So in other words, where is lean being taught? There are a few higher education programs that include some aspects of lean, and some universities teach lean boot camps. These courses most often are tied to Six Sigma. You may be asking, is that okay to be tied to Six Sigma, Michelle, or do I need a course that's entirely on its own? Well, my response to that is, depending on what you want to get out of the program, either are perfectly fine. The main difference between Lean and Six Sigma is what the methodology places its main focus on, whether it's waste or variation. I like to think that Six Sigma is a tool within the Lean Urologist's tool belt. Yes, I am a Six Sigma black belt also. Lean likes to focus most of its attention on identification and removal of waste in our processes. Six Sigma utilizes statistical analysis and good problem solving to remove the variation in our processes. At the beginning of a continuous improvement journey, I encourage teams to develop their lean muscles first, and then once they've removed the excess waste, to move on to more complex tools like Six Sigma in order to hone those processes. A lot of companies have heard of Lean Six Sigma and automatically look for the certification programs to get their employees trained. That's wonderful. I'm glad that they are looking for ways to increase the skill set of their employees by providing them loads of tools to improve the way they work. That's wonderful. As a student, if you want to get the proper training, most manufacturing engineering programs and a good chunk of engineering or business programs in general have at least one or two courses where Lean or Lean Six Sigma are discussed or covered. Most often, those classes are tied to quality or systems engineering. My program at Brigham Young University discussed Lean in most of my classes, but I got the biggest influence from my master's program in manufacturing systems. I then was given the opportunity and had the ability, while I was still a master's student, to teach a local business about lean principles as a part-time training consultant slash student. Teaching lean requires a unique skill set. I would venture to say that most of my professors and senseis would agree with me that lean is better learned by doing than in a classroom setting. So this poses an interesting opportunity for professors and senseis that are teaching the lean concepts. How do they instruct in a classroom setting while still balancing the application portion of preferred learning? 
I was grateful to my professors who recognized this and gave us a lot of opportunities to work with companies near the university so we could practice what we were learning in the classroom. This not only helped me identify which lean tool to apply to which situation, but it also gave me a chance to practice and participate in culture change and learn what my place was in that development process. Thankfully, this was in a mostly controlled environment where I was able to make mistakes and learn from my mistakes. It was a great training wheels way to learn lean. It wasn't until I got into industry that I learned how lean applied to me, not only in my job, but in my personal life as well. Why is that? Believe it or not, it was because of the cultural influence of the organization. The culture was driving the lean learning. At school, it's a great learning environment, of course, but it's driven by learning the tool and its application. I'm not sure if I'm making much sense with my last few statements, but I'm going to lean into it anyway. No pun intended. But lean works best when the culture is the driving force, not the tool. I was lucky, though, because the culture at BYU was amazing. And even though the focus and tests were on the tool, its definition, and application, I still was given the understanding about the linkage between culture and the tool by the great professors that I had. Looking for ways to learn more about lean? Wanting to find a lean boot camp and just get started? I hope so! Leanbrella's series of boot camps will help you learn the tools, of course, and also the influence of culture. We can also provide insight into other programs that you may be interested in as well. Regardless of whether or not you're looking to get certified or not, continue to become expert learners in everything you do. Lean urologists never say that we are lean experts. We are only expert learners. Being teachable supports the continuous improvement culture in very unique ways. Teachers that are unteachable do not provide avenues for their students to learn by experience and failure. If you have any additional questions or are looking for someone to support you through your lean journey, don't hesitate to contact me directly. I would be happy to support in any way that I can. To learn more, tune in later this month as I speak with my friend and former professor, Dr. Mike Miles, as we discuss our experiences with teaching lean. Until then, grab your lean umbrella. We've got you covered. 